What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 319 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And Shelly Nolan is sick. <laughs> uh, she, We've all been sick this month, which yep. is kind of crazy, like within weeks of each other. Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know, we don't record in the same room. We're actually in different states. Um, so it's super odd that we've all gotten some kind of cold or COVID or whatever is, yeah. is going around. Yeah. Um, but we hope Shelly's feeling better. Uh, her voice is just not there, so kind of hard to record when your voice isn't working very well. Right. Um, this week, we're geeking out about more video game showcases. Cobra Kai, kind of. Uh, maybe not Cobra Kai. Uh, and Cyberpunk, but not the video game. I Kind of the video game. Well, that might get mentioned. Um, but the genre. There's a whole genre of cyberpunk out there. Yep. Uh, and it's it's a wonderful genre. So I actually can't talk about cyberpunk the game too much today um uh, but i didn't download it so maybe i'll talk about it next week really excited for it nice. uh and then before we get into the podcast i just want to kind of i'm gonna do this the next few weeks probably just mention that geeksundergrace.com slash write is a, a new spot on the website if you want to write for geeks under grace um it's the best way to do so easiest way to do so um we have two different things there you can either uh go old school and volunteer to do like video game reviews and stuff that's pretty in depth um you got to write so many reviews a month uh and kind of there's just a lot more responsibility to it yeah uh but the other one is just a contributor and for to me it's way more expressive um the reviews you know you're reviewing something more objectively and you're trying to be um I don't know it's just it's very uh this is what this game is whereas these articles the contributor articles are more about this is how um i see pop culture um being uh, influenced by the christian right I, you get to flex your creativity a little bit more not that you couldn't creatively write a review but you know you mm-hmm. get to kind of just start typing and see what comes out of you know a, a, con- a contri- contributing article like that yeah, I feel like if if God's speaking you speaking to you through pop culture in any way, this is a good way to express. Yeah, it. definitely. That's that's a good way to put it. Um, so yeah, that's geeksandgrace slash write. We just published the web uh, web page uh, a couple weeks ago, and we're really excited about it. Mm, it's super cool. It's cool. I'm hoping to see way more content through that pretty soon. Cool. Um, there's actually an article out already. I forgot about that. Yes very deep and interesting um it is on the um purpose of death we always focus on the purpose of life uh it was really cool made me think for sure Mm -hmm. cool we'll get into the video games then games that we have been playing lj go ahead um first of all i do want to shout out that the new season of Fortnite started yesterday so that's been fun getting back a little bit into that spider gwen is the final like page of the battle pass uh so if you're interested if you if you kind of like spider gwen and you like fortnite then it's pretty dope pretty exciting cool um and then the game i wanted to talk about a little more is that uh, i tried it this week um but it's called metal hellsinger and so what this game Mm -hmm. is it's on game pass it's basically kind of like doom or like you're you actually play as this like demon who's entered like the hellscape like there's like lore to it and everything uh there's like a bit of a story troy baker does does like the narration in it which obviously troy baker um (laughs) but the idea the reason it's called metal hellsinger is because there's like a beat too that you have to like follow whenever you shoot things so like it's actually there's a bunch of songs that are basic are there's a lot of vocalists that are like involved you know that like people know that are involved um like system of a down and things like that but so the idea is when you're shooting or like using an action to kill enemies if you do it on beat you get bonus points and like once you once you like raise that multiplier um the vocals will start kicking in into like the full song so you can just get into this flow where you're like 
like boom, 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 like to the beat and then like reload, like because there's weapons that have like active reloads. So like you can just if you follow the the beats per minute, like you can just like and it has this little like cursor thing that like you can help it time. Um, you can get into like a good little flow. It's pretty fun. Um, there there are other games out there like that. There's literally an indie game called um, BPM Bullets Per Minute, um, which okay. Um, I didn't like that game as much. Uh, I think it was still in early access at the time, <clears throat> but I have refunded that one on Steam like the very morning I played it. But this one, it's much more polished. It feels like they took a lot of notes from uh, the most recent Doom games, and it is super fun. So if you like metal, which I know there's a lot of metal fans like in the Christian communities and stuff like that, there's a lot of Christian metal artists that um, people listen to, like Demon Hunter and stuff like that. Um so yeah, if you're really into metal music and you like first-person shooters, I, I recommend checking this out. And it it is on Game Pass, so um, it's pretty fun. And cool. So that's kind of it. Aside from usual things I play like weekly. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what made me want to do it, but uh, I finally got the the upgrade to X to Game Pass mm-hmm. because you X Cloud. And uh, I have a really nice controller for my phone. It's the Razer or something. I can't remember what it's called anymore. I got it like a year ago, Ki- and I barely uh, used it. Kishi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, and so I decided that I wanted to try this xCloud and see how, how it was going. Um, I started with Outer Worlds, and Outer Worlds um, is playing okay. It's actually the cutscenes that lagged on it, which I thought was really weird. Mm. Um, for those who don't know, xCloud is their streaming service, so kind of like google stadio is supposed to be mm-hmm. um and so you are not streaming from your computer or from your console you're actually streaming from their servers um your save files are on their servers which is a little weird to me um um so but if you do uh, I'm sorry i was gonna add their save file you can actually carry those like say like you're gonna go play whatever you're playing on your mm-hmm. on x cloud you can go to your PC since that's where you have Xbox right now and download that game on your PC and you'll have that save file on your PC. Oh, cool. And then play it locally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I can go to my Xbox and play like Halo or something or play something and then go to like my xCloud or even my PC. If I have a game on Xbox or PC, that save data automatically reads what's on your console or vice versa. And you can have that save data wherever. That's cool. Yep. So it's more of a cloud-based like save data system. Yeah, yep. I uh, like I said, the cutscenes were kind of laggy, which was unfortunate, mm-hmm. uh, and that was in my own house. Obviously, not landline daddy thing, um, but I was on Wi-Fi, and uh, but the gameplay was smooth enough. Like I was able to shoot and everything, uh, so I thought that was kind of surprising for that kind of game. Yeah. Um, XCloud to me, or any kind of streaming service, I just think of RPGs. I'm like, oh, this is perfect because you don't need that time-based. Um, yeah like latency kind of a thing yeah and so um i haven't really like went and tried to do anything like online games or anything like that um the next game the reason that i didn't stick with outer worlds because the text is so small and the enemy is on such a small screen like that's meant for a bigger screen yeah uh to play it's just i don't know it didn't feel good on on a phone um so i downloaded an rpg i downloaded dragon quest 11 um and I'm playing it in 3D because it's kind of got a cool thing where you can play in 3D or yes. like top-down old-school um, play style. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, such a unique thing. My only problem with it is I would rather the 3D to look more like Octopath. Oh, than, yeah. Like, it looks very NES almost. Because it's a very big transition. Right. But it would yeah, be neat. It's almost... like, like you were saying, it would be neat to have a game like Octopath where it is like semi-3D. Like, almost mm-hmm. like a pop-up book or something. Like, it'd be neat if it went flat, and then you changed it, and then it just popped out. Yeah. No, that would be super cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know, the art style for the 2D stuff almost seems too old-school and spritey for me. Mm. Um, but the gameplay is perfect for a streaming service, because um, I don't have to worry about latency at all. If something were to lag, I'd be fine. Um I will say I I was playing it outside of my house, not on Wi-Fi, but on um, 5G, and then the network wasn't great. Mm. Um, and so it does a really cool thing that I really appreciated, and that was that I wasn't seeing any real lag in the gameplay. Um, it just made the visuals 
really bad. Mm. But that's like understandable if you don't have good service. Um, I would think that it would be like basically unplayable, and it played pretty well. It was just kind of fuzzy. Mm. Um, I was surprised. I figured I wouldn't be able to play <laughs> outside of like my house. You know, I'm like kind of what's the point of having a streaming thing if you can't play it outside your house? Right. Um. So yeah, that's. That's mostly all I could say. I didn't really get super far into Dragon Quest. I am really liking it. It's just kind of just an old school RPG, but it's got this 3D world to it. I haven't played a lot of modern JRPGs, but it, it feels very much like I'd expect them to be, I guess. Mm. Um, you go out, you find creatures, you hit them, you get put into a, like an RPG turn-based yeah, situation. Dragon Quest is fairly classic Like when it comes to... Even for a modern RPG, that's as, probably as classic as it's going to get. Yeah, uh, I've been told that the game gets better the more you play it, uh, story-wise. Mm. And I don't mind the story right now, but I hear that, and I think of that weird movie that came out on Netflix. Um, oh, the movie's old. I feel like I can give away. It's enough. It yeah. just gets real odd in that movie. Um, That's what isekai it breaks stuff the fourth wall there. real hard. Yeah. And... So when I hear that the story in this game is going to get better, I'm like, are they just going to go like completely off the rails? Um, I think the movie is like, as far as I know, I think the movie like does that on purpose, like okay. specifically. I think that's a movie thing. Okay, movie was strange. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying X Cloud. I think it's like 15 a month is what I'm paying. I think I wrote um, a Bible study on that movie. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I think she did. Um, <laughs> man, that movie is... Yep, it was a trip. Anyway. It's a fine movie. Don't, like, no one get me wrong. It's just... It's your expectations of what's going to happen. It definitely, um, go, like, goes, like, left... Like, out of left field with, with some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, don't even know how to, to describe yeah, it without yeah. giving anything away. It's kind of like they took the storyboard and then just threw it into a blender... When they were done, <laughs> they poured out an entire different concoction at the end. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's just not the movie you start with, uh, but in a good way. It's it's smart. I mm-hmm. think. Uh, and that's what I've been playing. So, like I said, I got Cyberpunk downloaded. I might be playing that. Uh, I've beaten Karate. Not Karate. We're, we're going to talk about Karate Kid later. I've got it on my mind. I've been watching <laughs> a lot of it. Um, Tony Hawk. I, I beat Tony Hawk. I got uh, all of the... Hey, you weren't far with the whole Hawk thing. Huh? You weren't far with yeah, the whole Hawk. Yeah, there we ha- go. There we go, exactly. Um, Tony Hawk, not I got not Karate Skate Hawk. Heaven. And getting Skate Heaven made me feel like I, I basically made it. Nice. Um, skate Heaven is weird, and I feel like I'm missing something. But uh, probably not. Probably not that deep. <laughs> uh, it's just like certain things that I would think... Like, there's no objectives in that uh level i think it's like one of the last levels right for like two yeah it's kind of like, like just unlockable level. like hey you made it and like i guess it makes sense there's no objectives because the objectives unlock things and there's not i mean i think that was like area 51 in 20 Hawk one i believe yeah i just feel like like i go into the one spot and it brings you through this portal and you go into like another mm. uh level and like I've only found one of those, so I'm like, is there more? if there's a bunch of those, cool. If not, I'm just kind of confused at what I'm <laughs> what I'm looking at. That's funny. But it reminds me of getting Mew. This is so random on Pokemon Snap. Oh yeah, like the last level, how it's just kind of like, oh, like let's here's Mew. Yeah, yeah. it's weird and trippy and yeah, all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, probably done with Tony Hawk. I do love the replayability and what they did with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a bunch of stuff for like online play yep. and um, multiplayer seems really cool. I just don't have any ambition to like get that deep into, into Tony Hawk. If it was underground, I'd be all for it. Oh man, underground was um, so good. Yeah, they'll probably never make it. Nope, which is unfortunate. I was no, reading about because that because that company is now under fully under Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't care about three or four. Um, I think that would have probably failed in the market anyways, and we went and got an underground one or two. Yeah. Um, so I, if they do it, they just need to make underground one and two, and it would be awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. We can do the, the video game news, LJ. Cool. All right. So 
we had numerous video game things happening uh, this past week. Um, specifically, uh, Tokyo Game Show was also this past week. But that game was, I feel, or not, that showcase was very, uh, like, scattered. Like, there's so much that came out of there. Um, so, but I'm going to highlight the Nintendo Direct and the State of Play specifically because I feel like those are still, like, the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nintendo Direct, we had things like, um, I guess I'll get the biggest one out of the way. Tears of the Kingdom is the new name for, um,. Breath of the Wild 2. <coughs> so, yeah. uh, that's that was like the thing they saved for the end, which I heard rumors that, oh my gosh, like they're delaying, or they're delaying the direct because of the Queen's passing. And then now, like, seeing that title, I'm like, okay, I could see why you would. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I'm so excited for um, that. <laughs> and it's very uh, Skyward Sword. It's very like calling back to Skyward Sword because I've heard it said that this is going to be like the official end of like a timeline or something like that. Uh, but, right. So. And then Skyward Sword was supposed to be beginning. the first in yep. chronologically. So that's a really yep. cool way to tie everything together. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So and then Pikmin Four is is finally uh, revealed. Which, that's been, like, the worst-kept secret from Nintendo for, like, the last couple years. Um, but I've never played a Pikmin game, and I'm, I'm going to check that out. Um, the one I wanted to hear Shelly rant about is Fire Emblem Engage. Not Engage like mm-hmm. a phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this one has... Um, it's a new mainline, ga- mainline game that features Marth. And Marth has this two-toned haircut that's red and blue. And so there was leaks before this even came out, and everybody was calling it the toothpaste per tag, because they didn't know, <laughs> they didn't know if it was actually like I don't think anybody actually knew for sure if it was gonna be like Marth or not. They just saw, oh, this character has red and blue hair, looks like toothpaste. Um, so I gotta see how people feel about that game because it looks really weird because it's it's very JRPG ish already, but then it has like the tactical gameplay of like Fire Emblem also. So I'm like. Uh, like I'll have to hear Shelly's thoughts on this at some point because she's the Fire Emblem expert here, and I'm just I think I think a lot of people are still confused, so yeah. <clears throat> we'll have to see more about that. Um, Kirby's getting an HD thing for, or a remake from a Wii U thing. Um, Octopath Traveler Two was officially announced. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yep. Uh, I I never beat the first one, but I love the aesthetic of those games. Um. And again, oh, yeah. I would love to be able to play that on my phone. I think that would be a perfect place for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if it's coming, it's actually coming to every platform this yeah. time instead of just Switch. So if it gets on xCloud, I'll be able to yeah. get it. Yeah, um, if it does come out there, yes. Um, let's see, I'm scrolling through here. A bunch of Final Fantasy stuff. Um, okay, so here's a... Um, so here's another one. I think, honestly, the, these were my favorite announcements was the lineup coming for the Nintendo 64 library. And that is going to include all three Mario Party games, which will be first to come out, which I love Mario Party 2. Um, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 are confirmed, which I love the Pokemon Stadium games, especially the first one. So I will, I will definitely be playing Pokemon Stadium again on Switch. Um, I'm really confused at how that's going to, like, I played Red and Blue a lot on the Stadium, and, like, that influenced my gameplay on Stadium a lot. Oh, see, um, there's, there's a lot of people I don't think that actually did, like, because you can still, like, register Pokemon. Like, you basically have access to the entire um, Pokemon, like, roster for uh-huh. for the first game. So, basically, you can register a team and and go fight like the elite four or whatever or go do that's such you know, the a battles. strange idea to me yeah like i remember getting specific moves on my pokemon red and blue so that my pokemon uh, see, could beat the stadium see, that's people. that's interesting because i i mean i know that's like half the reason that game was probably built but pe- mm-hmm. there's people out there like me probably who have never like who didn't get that opportunity so, so like it was, I, uh, it was more I actually of... played Red and Blue probably more on Stadium than I ever did on a Game Boy. Nice. Color. That's see that's cool. Um, yeah. Because I remember like we played the free battle stuff a lot 
uh, me and like my sister and my cousin and stuff, we played the heck out of the mini games. Uh, mm-hmm. Watch the mini games. Yeah, the mini, the mini games, games were so the fun. Mini games were were great. Um, Ratatouze. Yeah, I remember the uh, the like Sandshrew and Sand Slash one too. Um, yeah, Ligaton. Yes, the all oh, the sushi Ligaton one. Was the hardest. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, but then, like, yeah, like, I remember you could actually go and take on, like, the Elite Four and stuff like that. Like, there was a whole, like, it was almost like an arcade mode or something, I guess. Like, that's my best comparison of it. It It's like, you can go. Yeah. I wonder what they'll do with the red and blue part of it, if they'll just not have it. I guess not. Like, that is kind of weird to think about it, because you can't play red or blue or anything on the Switch, so. Yeah. It'd be crazy if it's just in there. Yeah. There's a whole nother game. That'd be nuts. I still say, this is kind of off topic, Uh but Pokemon Odyssey should have just had a remake of uh, Mario 64. Did I say Pokemon? Mario Odyssey, Mario Odyssey. should have had a remake I was like, of Mario 64 <laughs> within the game. Uh, small spoilers there. Yeah. Um, like, if you could have gone into those levels but used Odyssey's skill set, like mm-hmm. the hat, would have been such a cool, yep. Yep. like, reveal. Yeah, I think it would be neat, like, if it was somehow connected to, like, what's the new thing, Pokemon Home or whatever. And somehow, if yeah. you still had like your old in that way. your old gin like cool. leaf green and fire red, if you could use those somehow, like I don't know, like that's um, so I don't know, like I'm excited just to like play it um, again. And then Pokemon Stadium Two was very similar, except I think that roster was a little more mixed. Like obviously, it had the like second gen Pokemon, mm-hmm. and then like it had some original. Um, I, I played think. less of that. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I played a lot less of it. Um, I think I rented it or something. But Pokemon Stadium 1 was my jam. That was my bread and butter. Um, and then um, you have 1080, uh, 1080 Snowboarding and Excite Bike 64, which I loved Excite Bike. I vaguely remember 1080. I know some people love 1080, but Excite Bike 64 was my jam. You could play... I remember the original Excite Bike. Yeah, uh, you could play... You could edit your own tracks in Excite Bike. You could also play the original Excite Bike games on it from NES and SNES on there. Okay. Um, but I really liked that game. Really Only fun. the NES one, I think. Yeah. Um, there is a Super Nintendo one that was like first person, I think, uh, also. So you could play that. Um, That's cool. But I remember like... I have never found a like motocross motor like style game that has like compared to that game because I just have so much. I remember having so much fun with that game that like nothing else like has compared the last couple yeah, of years. Cool. Um, so yeah, and then the big one that I'm very hyped about, um, more so because I'm excited to see like to to help like to, excited to see it control better is um, Goldeneye um, is somehow. I don't know how they did the licensing stuff with this, but GoldenEye is also coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, yeah. And then with this, you'll be able to connect to four other pe- three other people online, like via like multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can still have the classic, you know, like multiplayer battles, um, just uh, online on Switch. Um, you're not gonna have like five v five or anything like fully like right. new integrated multiplayer. Um, they've also said that this GoldenEye is coming to Rare Replay on the Xbox as well, which, but apparently I've heard that that version will not have the online multiplayer. It'll still be local. Um, which, which is backwards. Which is Nintendo. Yeah. Well, in this case, I don't think it's Nintendo. Um, yeah, it's weird. I just, because Nintendo is not notorious for online game. Yeah. But I mean, it's, so it's owned by Rare still. And I think Xbox now obviously owns Rare. Um, maybe that was some kind of deal, but also like the perfect dark remaster was online play. You can play perfect dark online, um, when, mm-hmm. when they put that on an Xbox. So I don't know. Um, I, it makes me wonder if that remaster, if that like, re, if that remaster thing that leaked, like, I think, was it last year or two years ago will ever come out? Uh, I, yeah. I hope it does. Um, but, um, that's that's it for like the 64 library let me scroll through and see what else if there was anything else notable um more switch esports stuff more mario striker stuff uh more splatoon stuff um a lot of farming games on this direct (laughs) okay uh there's a lot of farming rpgs oh tunic is coming to switch 
Um, it takes two coming to Switch. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, Switch game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Tunic will be really good on Switch. Sifu is coming to Switch, which that game's cool. Um, a lot of a lot more RPG stuff. Tales of Tales of Symphonia is another well-known RPG from the GameCube that people might like uh, to know that uh, that's coming out. More Rune Factory stuff. I think weren't you into Rune Factory? Yes. Rune, yeah, a little bit. Rune Factory Three is is getting a re-release, and a new Rune Factory game is also on the way. Um, uh, I don't know what I'm playing. I think I was playing four, Rune Factory. Probably four. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's kind of it. The last thing I think that I really am excited about is the Front Mission series of uh, it's tactical RPGs, but it's all mech based, and you get to get parts from your like you get to like buy and get parts from like opponent mechs. I, th- I believe. Um, I don't remember if you got them from opponents, but I remember you get to customize them in between uh, missions, and so they're releasing all three of them. Not in a collection, but over the next year or so, we're, we're going to be getting Front Mission 1, 2, and 3. So, I'm excited for those. Cool. Uh, yep. And then, I have a lot less to say about the state of play um, stuff, other than, like, we got the God of War controller thing. Um, the things, the two big things I'm excited about, like, I remember Flock putting that direct or the state of play on at work for a little while, but like I couldn't really watch it in between customers and things like that. But the things I wanted to, I really wanted to see, I saw, uh, they opened it up with Tekken eight, um, which, which that, that got teased at Evo, but I was like, yes, I was like, this is, I was like, this is the (laughs) best way to open for me right now. For me, that already, I'm so excited. That already has me want that won me over the direct easy because I'm like, Tekken's my game. Um, Mm-hmm. And so Tekken 8 got got fully revealed. Um, uh, about to be a good year for fighting games. Uh, Street Fighter 6 revealed that their single player like story mode stuff where you make your own character and learn moves from all the characters like during TGS. So it's about to be a really good, really good year for fighting game fans. Um, I think it's called Ishin, uh, which is the um, like a dragon Ishin, which is basically a remake of a Yakuza game we never got. That takes place in feudal okay. Japan. So instead of gangs, it's like samurais and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, but they remade that game from the ground up. I don't know if they explained whether it was going to be turn-based, like Yakuza, like a dragon. I assume it might be mm-hmm. because the series they're actually calling like a dragon now. Um, which, like a dragon, also works perfectly since... And actually, this is kind of a fun time to explain this. Um, the main character of Yakuza Like a Dragon is Ichiban, is, is Ichiban, and he's a hardcore, like, Dragon Quest fan. And so that's the, re- okay. that's the reason the new Yakuza oh, cool. game is a, a turn-based RPG, is because he's... Okay. <laughs> so it's like, so now the series is called Like a Dragon, and then the Judgment games are supposed to remain, like, fully, like, action-based combat. So... Cool. Um, I'm excited huh. though that this game that we've never seen yet in the West has, is coming out, and yeah, I've read cool. that they were inspired to do uh, Ishin is because of Ghost of Tsushima, so that makes me happy okay. that like they saw that and they're like, oh, maybe we should remake this thing for the West um, and like put it out and stuff like that. So that's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Um, I don't recall if there was anything else like major from that. Um, I don't think so. It was tw- Except for God of War. Yeah, so, and this was 20 minutes of, um, like, so, like, the direct was, the direct was, like, almost an hour. It was, like, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, that's kind of it. Oh, and real quick, I'm not going to talk about it much because I f- already forgot to mention it, but I did play some of that Modern Warfare 2 beta this weekend. I'm seeing an ad for it now and realized, oh, I forgot to mention that, but yeah, yeah. that's been fun. More Call of Duty, not much to say there. Um, which I, pro- I, pro- I believe they probably did do some Call of Duty stuff during that state of play. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. Not, not really too much to talk about. They did highlight some VR stuff, which... Later, they said that um, PSVR games will not be compatible with, VR, with PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's kind of it. Cool. Okay. Yep. We will get straight into the movies then, since neither of us watched any 
new movies yeah. uh, this week. Um, a few different things. A lot of it. It's all interesting. I don't know if any of it's exciting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> there's a Karate Kid movie in the works, and uh, LJ and I are huge Cup Craft fans. So <laughs> yeah. In a little bit. Um, it is not connected to the Cobra Kai show, which I think is a huge mistake. Mm. Um, it's coming out in 2024. The um, creators of Cobra Kai have nothing to do with it. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like it's going to fail. Like, why would you have this hit show? And then, like, I feel like their mindset is Cobra Kai's in, so we're going to make Karate Kid. They don't need to but remake like, it again. Yeah, it's going to be bad because you have... You have a Miyagi-verse. Yes. Yeah, and so it's one of those things, too. Even before Cobra Kai came out, like, I didn't mind that that one that they came out with, with, like, what was it, like, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan? Yeah. I actually, I didn't mind that one. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it was corny as heck, just like Karate Kid should be. But I'm like, don't just announce that a Karate Kid movie is happening and give us no information. Like, yeah. And this is Sony, and we know Sony's being, you know, Sony's being very uh they're they're kind of playing fast and loose with other properties so like what are you guys gonna do (laughs) yeah Yeah. it just doesn't make any sense if it's not part of the miyagi verse in any way they could like if that karate kid show were to come out or that karate kid movie with jackie chan would have came out now it it also wouldn't have made sense like you've got this ip that is doing really really well Mm -hmm. Um, it's like the Transformers trying to have two different universes at the same time. That's a very that's a good comparison because that's exactly what's happening. I think almost like yeah, yep. Um, it doesn't doesn't necessarily necessarily make sense to me. Yeah. Um, Sigma Sony. Now that you mention it, um, one thing that they are doing is like <laughs> all of their video games are turning into movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've talked about this before, but uh, just go through. Uncharted came out, and now we have a Twisted Metal series at Peacock. A Last of a series in HBO. God of War is going to Amazon. Horizon, uh, like Zero Dawn Horizon series at Netflix. Mm-hmm. And this sounds cool. I didn't know about this one. Ghost of Tsushima movie. Mm-hmm. Not say that word. Uh, Tsushima. Tsushima. Directed by uh, the director uh, of John Wick. And I'm like, that That sounds he, fun. He wants to make that one fully Japanese if he can. Like, That's cool. Like, that'd be so awesome. Uh, another movie they're working on is Gran Turismo. And uh, we've got some <laughs> casting for it. We've got David Harbour and Orlando Bloom, which I didn't know about that one. I feel like Orlando um, Bloom hasn't Orlando been Bloom anything. piques my interest. The what? I feel like Orlando Bloom hasn't been in anything like at all, like in like recent yeah, years. Yeah, the last thing I saw him in, and he was absolutely amazing, was uh, Carnival Row. Oh, okay, never mind. That's pretty recent. It's an Amazon show that didn't do really well. Uh, it was. It should have been like a PG thirteen show and it was rated in for mature and it was about um fairies in a steampunk world mm-hmm. uh, like fairies and elves and stuff it was real weird uh and, but the very first scene of that is him uh i think he's interrogating someone or he's just like talking to a witness i can't remember um but you just there's so much emotion and like you just tell him processing the information um through just the looks on his face that's cool uh it's really good acting and it's like the very first scene of the show um it's at least the very first time you see him hmm. and uh yeah really really cool so i don't know david harbour's a good actor but just what do you do with gran turismo it's a car simulator yeah, simulator. yeah so it's weird because at least like at least with need for speed i get i get it but also fast and the furious happened you know, so it's like, yeah. Um, and that movie was in the Need for Speed movie. That was like, what'd you call it earlier? Great value. You called it Great Value. Great Fast value, and Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, with Aaron, meets Uber. With Aaron Paul. Yeah. So <laughs> with this, I'm like, I know Gran Turismo is supposed to be like, you know, car aficionados, and like, you know, it's supposed to be like, you know, this thing, this prestigious kind of style thing, especially for a car mm-hmm. sim. Gran Turismo was once the king of of car sims before like forza and stuff came around like that yeah. so i mean you could easily make a movie about forza i think quicker than you could gran turismo because forza centered around festivals 
You could center it around mm-hmm. the biggest car festival like, in the world or something. But Yeah, there's not really much story for Gran Turismo. It's just right, about right. the realism of driving. Yep, yep. Um, it's a it's a weird call. Mm-hmm. I do hope that like they just get the right writers in. I I don't know the names off the top of my head. They say the writers and stuff in here. Mm-hmm. I think um, Jason Hall did American Sniper, um, and Zach Balin did King Richard, which I don't think I've seen that. I haven't seen it either, um, but that movie was that's the one Will Smith wore and uh, won an Oscar for after the slap. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i hope like they just if they take it really seriously and they make this kind of emotional car movie kind of like ford versus ferrari or something yes um i could see it maybe working but it almost needs to be about um the car companies and not about the video yes because other than that it'll be uh richmond like like white rich men arguing or racing about like whose car is the nicest or fastest like you know like (laughs) like, i don't know like you know like you can't just have like a racing movie yeah like what you know um it's gonna have to have a pretty good story i uh yeah i don't know it's weird it's a weird choice it is um but we'll see i don't know i don't want to knock it till we see at least trailers right I guess. right i mean i like david harbour sense to me yet so who knows yeah um the last piece of news that we have and this also uh, i don't know i'm excited but it doesn't make sense to me and i'm kind of bummed at the same time so constantine is an old movie with keanu reeves mm-hmm. and uh it didn't do super good um it's a fun movie i liked it i yeah, I was gonna um, but, say I think people like it as a movie on its own. They don't necessarily like it because it's a DC property, like you know, like right. And there's a new Constantine actor that like has Matt, done really, really Matt well, Ryan, and yeah. so he's been in all the animated stuff, which has been cool. Yep. He had his own NBC show, and then he was gonna have an HBO Max show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so like to me, I'm trying to think of his name right now. Is it Matt Ryan. Um. Matt Ryan, yeah. To me, he's Constantine. Um, but they're making a sequel to Constantine, the Keanu Reeves version, with Keanu Reeves. Um, I'm assuming just because Keanu Reeves is really big right now. And so, I, why not, you know, use his name and, like, make him DC yeah. movie to try to make DC good again. People are, uh, yeah, yeah, and so I was going to say, people are already questioning, you know, Warner Brothers, um, you know. So it's like, this doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why get rid of Matt Ryan? Uh, I know he's not as like big of an actor as Keanu Reeves, but like that would have been a really cool thing to do. I awesome. think. Uh, yeah. Just make him Constantine. Um, it doesn't have to be canon or anything. And then why make so? There's like rumors that it's going to be part of the Dark Justice League, and if they're trying to bring all the DC stuff together um, into the DC EU thing, yeah. Are you gonna make the first Constantine movie the first movie in DC's new line of like movies? Mm-hmm. As like by release, like that's just a weird choice to me. That if I want to watch all of the like, <laughs> you gotta go way back, Man of Steel and Aquaman and stuff like. But first, you need to watch Constantine. <laughs> it just doesn't make if they're even doing sense. that. You know, like it's. I think yeah. there's still so much that's up in the air. Um, mm-hmm. so it's also like, huh, okay. Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's no telling that that's what they're doing, uh, but, uh, I know they're making that Joker movie, and then there's a couple other things that are outside of canon, mm-hmm. um, but that seems to be the direction they wanted to go, was start making, uh... Restart a universe? Like, do universe Yeah, restarting again? that universe. Um, or just some form of that universe. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a weird... I mean, it's. I'm it, kind of bummed about the HBO show. Yeah, like I'm more, I'm more confused as to why that choice has been made because, like, I'm not against like people like trying something unique or different. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not against like Keanu Reeves playing Constantine again because I guess people liked it enough. But also, it's like, okay, well, this doesn't roll with everything else. Yeah, I would rather him pick one other character, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of forgot about Constantine. Yeah. Uh, one cool thing and really interesting as well is that J.J. Abrams uh, was set to produce the HBO show. Mm. 
and he's set to produce this movie now. That's weird. Yeah. So it's like, what changed in that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't. DC is making weird moves. Warner Brothers is making weird moves. Mm-hmm. They uh, just had. Did you see the Teen Titans Go? Peace with Zack Snyder. Oh, I saw he was in an episode or something, wasn't he? I didn't. Yeah, actually it was see the 365th it. episode. Uh, and Warner Bros. is like, doesn't like the Snyder cut. They don't want to talk about the Snyder cut. Snyder cut's bad. Uh, to Warner Bros. like a bad word. But mm-hmm. then they have Teen Titans Go to have Snyder like join an episode and then make this really cool animated uh Snyder cut of Teen Titans really? versus Dark Side. Yeah. It looks like Justice League War uh, in animation style. That's crazy. But all of the voice actors are the same from Teen Titans Go, and their like, lines and dialogue are real stupid. That's funny. Um, but it looks really good. <laughs> and it's like, why would you encourage everyone to like remember the Snyder? Yeah, if you want to bury it. Like... Yeah. DC, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers really needs to give us their intentions, because we have no yes. idea what's going on. Yes, yes. Uh, we needed a fandom. I can't believe we didn't get one. Nope. Oh yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're actually not getting one. Yeah, we were talking about that in a couple months ago. Yep. Uh, that we figured we would get one soon, and there's nothing. Yeah, there so. was like official confirmation. I think. Yeah. Uh, that's the movie news, though. We'll get into uh, TV we've been watching. Uh, we've both been watching Cobra Kai. I'm not quite finished with. I was yet. hoping I was you'd like... be finished. Not that we would still be able to say much more. Yeah, but like uh, I think honestly, this is one of the best written seasons uh, so far. Yes. I think it's because yeah, it's they're more well. self-aware and they realize how bad they hemmed it up last season, and it just feels <laughs> much more clever than Cobra Kai has been. You know, like yeah, in a while. They do stuff with the characters that I wanted in um, in the last couple seasons. I think trying to think of what seasons they're watching because they're all much together anymore yeah um but just that um i i don't know they they have this thesis of kind of like people aren't what you what they seem mm-hmm. and they did really good with that in the first season yes and then uh they didn't really like do that they kind of went like people don't change for a while mm. um and so i like i always like character development and this is these are characters some of them uh, from the eighties, yep. and so it's it's cool to see that some of those characters have changed and grown up. Yes, in those thirty years, and are different people than they were back then. Yep, um, truly. Yeah. Uh, there's still some stupid things that happen that you're just oh, like, you guys would just talk. Of course, of, of course, <laughs> definitely. But then there's you just want to put all the cast in a room and be like, okay, now you have to. Uh, yes, and and there's <laughs> talk also it over. there's also things where I'm like, okay, are they gonna do this? And then I'm like, okay, they actually didn't. All right. Yeah, well, good job. Yeah. <laughs> good job um, you didn't evolve a fight out of this discussion. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I uh, oh, one of those episodes, I'm going to talk about it off the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The podcast was real nail-biting for me. <laughs> uh, I was like, ooh, is it going to happen? Um, <laughs> That's great. But Cobra Kai, really good. If you... I don't know. So a kid asked me, a kid at work, she's like 22, I think, <laughs> uh, asked me if Cobra Kai was worth watching. And I didn't know how to answer because I'm like, is it good if you haven't watched Karate Kid or like love Karate Kid? Uh, and I mean, I didn't love Karate Kid before Cobra Kai, uh, but I had seen them all and they were all yes. like helped raise me, you know, like they're part of. Yeah, because it my like, childhood. The story of Daniel of Daniel Larusso and Mr. Miyagi is like, especially with if you have parents who grew up watching it, or like older siblings more than anything, then you know, then yes, you're gonna know who Mr. Miyagi is, and you're gonna know Karate Kid. Like, I mean, that stuff, you know, like if it was my older brother and my family that, like, oh, they would like they watched Karate Kid and they, you know, they loved it so. So, therefore, I watched all of them at some point, too. Yeah. So, so for a 20-year-old kid, I don't know if the show is good or not. Um, I think it is. Mm. I think it's worth watching. But you may not, without that connection, really care yeah. about any of these characters. The, yeah. The only frame of reference I think I have is somebody like Shelly, who I don't think even watched it, any of it. And I'm like, thankfully, she's in, she enjoys it. But Shelly also, oh, yeah. also enjoy, can enjoy some ultra-cheesy things, too, and still appreciate it. But there's just a yeah. lot of people out there where I'm like, 
I don't think I can recommend this to you. You know, like yeah. If you know about Karate Kid in any way, like if you've seen yes. bits and pieces of the movie on TV, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's worth watching. Yes. If not, you have no idea about anything with Karate Kid. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Right. I don't know if it'd be worth it. Right. Or not. Um, yeah, up to you. I'm not going to give you the, uh, I'm not going to give you a, a guess. I go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> uh, the other show is She-Hulk. And, uh, I, I'm frustrated, but I can't say why. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a certain things that I want to be happening that aren't happening yet. Uh, hopefully the next episode will I uh, think, bring them to life. I think the next episode it will happen. Um, <laughs> but as far as, like... I still enjoy it. I know it's. I feel like, I feel like Marvel is almost like Star Wars these days, where it's like the cool thing to like pick at it and hate on it. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm here along for the ride. I'm riding this hype train until the wheels fall off. Um, I think it's genuinely been funny and enjoyable, especially having mm-hmm. read, especially having read some of the comic now. At this point, I'm like, this is mm-hmm. on brand. It's perfect. Um, like it's per. Cool. It's it's pretty darn close as like to what She-Hulk is in the comics. Um, okay. So I'm like, this is this is it. Like, there's there's a reason they're doing ultra-stupid stuff is because there's ultra-stupid stuff that happens in the comics, too. So I'm just like... Right. It's on brand. I will say, like, I'm enjoying it, but I'm easy to please. Mm-hmm. My only complaint is I do wish the courtroom... Uh, there's, like, a courtroom case almost in every episode because mm-hmm. um, she demands that it be a lawyer show. Uh, I just wish that those were a little bit more cleverly written. Yeah um their solutions are they're, these silly wonky they're very basic laugh. like great yeah. yeah and it just seems kind of like meh yeah i don't know if uh i just know that marvel's capable of writing something that would be like really mind-blowing like oh i can't believe they found that case that way mm-hmm. um i think of, like my cousin Vinny, <laughs> uh, which has a stupid solution at the end but it's clever it's like oh man i can't believe like yeah it, it kind yeah. of surprises you in that way. Yeah, so I guess I can give a good example of how I would want a court case to go in the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't actually gotten to the court case part of the comic yet, but there's this part in the comic early on where they're like, "Oh, like you're," she's like, um, "She's looking for legal files," and they're like, "Oh, those are in the basement, but you're looking for for the attic, which is where we keep all the long boxes." And <laughs> so then she's like okay, why are they sending me down here? And it turns out because actual Marvel Comics and the Marvel Comics universe are licensed, are real licensed accounts. So, like, there's all the... Su- uh, okay. All the superheroes actually have to approve them. Because she even says, like, she's studying she's studying for an origin case to turn a, an origin case into a lawsuit. And so she goes... And she's like, then I've reached mine. And she goes, I remember licensing, having to license this when I was on the Avengers. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So, like, she's sitting yeah. there having to study all these different origin comics to build a case on this origin of this guy's powers that have ruined his life. And so I'm like, this is this is how it needs to be in the show. That would be cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just made him very slapstick. And I think, yes. uh, although, like, I'm not saying it can't be funny. Yeah. Uh, I just think that it would be... We haven't seen her be a good lawyer yet. We've seen her be a lucky lawyer. You say slapstick, and that is the perfect example of what this show is. <laughs> yeah. It's very... I, uh, <laughs> I don't want a lucky lawyer. I want to see her be a good lawyer. Yes. And uh, I think they need to work on that yep. just a little bit. So I'm sure at some point, maybe if they do another season or something, that'll come to light. Mm-hmm. But, um, or maybe later on in this season. But so far, it's just been kind of... Man, you got really fortunate with that one. Um... Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I love it. I, I think it's funny. Um, I think it's dumb in a good way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, very curious about how Daredevil will um, fall into everything with such a serious character. I'm hoping that they don't make him um, funny. Uh, like, I hope that the comedy comes from him being so serious that yes. it's ridiculous. Yes. Uh, I think ridiculous situations where he's, like, super focused when super focused and serious yeah yeah kind of like uh lego batman <laughs> yeah yeah um maybe less dumb but like just overly serious and it's silly mm. i think that would be good oh yeah um i've also watched rings of power nice and i don't really have much more to say on it like it's just it's very the show is just kind of existing for me it's slow paced 
Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's good. I don't like the. They're not called half foots. I call them half foots for a while, and that's not the right name. The the not hobbits. They're something foots. Harfoots. Oh yeah, Harfoots, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What they're called. yeah. Um, I don't like them. I've come to the. I've determined. Uh, they, the comedy and the writing for them is very specific, mm. and it's supposed to be kind of goofy and kind of uh, this lighthearted. And the rest of the, like the show is um much more serious yeah and i'll contrast that with i really like the uh elf and dwarf dynamics yes I like oh i that. love yes i uh yep. the hobbits just feel childish yep uh and so the harfoots yeah, I, I feel like they're, I need, like, they're a... trying to capture the mary pippin dynamic with the harfoots yeah and it's just not i don't know yep. um it just doesn't feel right to the show they want to give I don't you a need, second like, a super dark mature rings of power lord of the rings yeah uh i just don't want the super childish yep. conversation and goofiness yeah. that, that they bring to the show um other than that i this last episode had a lot of elf uh dwarf stuff and uh, i just it, that stuff captures me i'm like that's lord of the rings mm-hmm. to me um uh, orlando bloom and uh Oh, I can't remember the actor's name for... Is it Gimli? John Rhys Davies. Davies. Yeah. Yep. Such a good dynamic. Elves and dwarves are always great in shows. I don't know why. Um, really like that. Are you watching anything else this week? That's kind of it. Cool. We will get into the TV news then. Um, I'm going to kind of run through these. Uh, Invincible. Oh, we got two Amazon news. Okay. <laughs> Invincible season three is in the progress of uh, um, voice production, voice recording, uh, which is crazy because we don't have season two. You heard me right. Season three. Um, So they should be releasing things like once season two gets released. Is is that news piece for season three or did you just say that? Uh, No, news piece is for season three. That's okay. That tripped me up (laughs) because I'm like, okay. Yeah. Because we don't have a season two. Yeah, it makes it almost sound like season two is out. Wow, um, okay. But that means that it should be, like, we should be getting a lot of Invincible after season two. Yes. Um, if they're already doing production, that means that some of the animation has already started. Um, so they don't usually animate until, I mean, they kind of, I don't know. It depends on the process, but a lot of time, most of that basic animation is done, and then they kind of do the faces afterwards. Yes. From what I've seen um invincible if you don't know is a mature animated um superhero show it's uh, really good though <laughs> like really yeah the story is amazing yeah. it flips everything on its head um and it is probably much easier to watch than the boys in a lot of ways um, yes. it's gory but i think it kind of ends at goriness like gory a lot of cursing um mm-hmm. i don't remember there being a lot of sexual content i don't remember either i know there's a lot of bloody a lot of bloody yeah, it's stuff gory. Going on. super like dark it wasn't nearly uh, as sexual as the boys though i do remember that like the, the boy yeah. is very sexual um it's kind of i don't know it just flips the genre on its head in a really cool way mm-hmm. i think it's worth watching um and then what probably will have tons of nudity is blade runner 2099 um and that is obviously 50 years in front of 49 is that right yes 2049 trying to do math yep uh it's an amazon tv show about blade runner uh which sounds just like uh carbon altered carbon to me yes Uh, but i'm kind of okay with that like i love cyberpunk stuff so Mm. Blade Runner is a little slow. Hopefully, this will be a, bit, a little bit quicker. Um, but aesthetically, Blade Runner is great. So, mm-hmm. I'm so down to put us in that world um, for a TV show. Um, hopefully, my one problem with Blade Runner is it's very heady. Um, oh, yeah. So, I hope that they don't get too confusing. Like, I don't want to, like, really Scott. Uh, <laughs> he did that, didn't he? Didn't he do Blade Runner the first one? I think so. Now that I say that, I was thinking of uh, Raised by Wolves is a really good show, but it's very check. heady and slow. Before we get too far. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ridley Scott. Okay, good. I'm right. It says on. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I, I think of the Raised by Wolves, which is a very like deep thinking show. You have to really kind of like wrap your mind around um, concepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I kind of want just more like noir action cyberpunk scenes well that's what uh, i kind of liked and i know i feel like 2049 gets a lot of flack but i really love the like detective work that um ryan gosling's character was trying to do to like find himself yes and stuff like yeah, that i like 2049 more than the uh original the original yeah, is sure very rough that. that's like a the original is very much a film school movie like type of thing yeah yeah um i would want more yep more of the 2049 um really scott is a producer so we'll see hopefully he doesn't get too um crazy with making me think i don't want to think when i'm watching something uh sometimes i do i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah i don't know cool there's no release date for that one um but i'm i'm excited amazon's been doing some good stuff lately so they have been. The last thing makes a ton of sense. Uh, Miss Marvel season two has been confirmed, um, reportedly confirmed. So I don't know what reportedly confirmed means because they don't say where it was reported <laughs> from on the any of the articles that I've seen. Um, but I would I would believe it, um, even if it is uh, just rumored. It makes sense that Hollywood scooper. That, I don't know what that means. Yeah. They might be a pooper scooper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hollywood scooper Daniel Richmond from CBR. Oh, comic, comic book resources. Huh. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of their Spider-Man. Uh, she's very much got Spider-Man's See, that feels weird to say because they literally had Spider-Man in the palm of their hands. Yeah. But it was still Sony. Um Spider-Man would have been, with Tom Holland, would have been a great TV show. Uh, like, I think that would have been a really good medium for them to get into his high school stuff. Oh, yeah. They need to have a Miss Marvel Spider-Man team up if that can ever be a thing. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, I like the idea of a season two only because, like, that Miss Marvel was a show I was very conflicted with. I'm like, I feel like this show's not great, but I still really enjoyed it. Like, there was a lot to enjoy about that show, but there was also stuff that I was kind of like, eh. It was better than I thought it would be. Yes. I thought it would be more Disney Channel than it was. Yes. Um, But, but it's almost like they took very well-trained, very professional people and made them make a Disney Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or Disney Plus Cobra Kai is more and, of a uh, Disney Channel show than this is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like it was a lot of teenage dynamics that you don't really see in Marvel stuff, but um, it was I think it was done really well. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see another season where she's got her powers more figured out and it's yes. less of an origin story. Um, I think that could be really cool. Plus, if this happens, it is after the movie, so a lot could happen. In Definitely. That too. Uh, and yeah, that is the TV news for the week. Uh, we should be back next week with Shelly. She should be feeling better probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is it then. You geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, not really. Just uh, I'll be talking about Gundam Evolution next week since that game comes out uh, pretty soon here. So cool. I'm excited about that. Well then, I am going to go play Cyberpunk. Yeah. 2077, maybe. Or I'll probably just create a character. <laughs> if I'm being honest. You feel like um, I'll play for an hour, but that hour is going to be making a character. Yeah. <laughs> character, character creation can take all day for me. It's got a photo um, mode. So... Yeah. Ooh. Maybe I'll pop back on that then and be able to have more conversation about it next week. Yeah. Uh, where can they find you at, LJ? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show 
by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.